Blog Talk Radio. good friends in the army had a massive heart attack on Friday. Uh, they had to induce him in a coma. Uh, he had coded three times while he was in a intensive care. Um, but today after about three or four days of, uh, trying to see if he's going to wake up from this coma. He woke up and his wife said that uh, he moved his arms on command and legs on command. Then she said he even tried to get fancy and cross his legs. So it's a good thing that he's functioning right and he got his faculties. Uh, just praying for him to uh, move on and make it all the way and come back to us for real, for real. I see... D. Lovely is in the house. Hey, D. Lovely. Hey, how are you? Who are we talking about? I'm talking about one of my friends that was in Alaska with me for four years. He had a massive heart attack on Friday and a stroke. And he coded three times on the table. They had to bring him back like the football player. But uh, today he's doing all right, and uh, he's understanding commands and all that. He didn't have no brain damage, which is a good thing. Uh, I've been, ever since it, since I got the news, I've been sad ever since Friday night. And we've been just getting reports and letting our friends that was all stationed in Alaska know how he's feeling. Also, E is in the house. And LaTanya is in the chat room. Everybody gets hand claps in this mug except me. (laughs) Hey, E. Hey, everybody. Hey, I was talk. I was talking about my friend who had a massive heart attack on Friday. We were stationed together Ooh. in Alaska. Uh, you don't know him. <laughs> we were stationed okay. together in Alaska, and uh, he's like about two years younger than me. He had a stroke oh, and Lord, he had a dude. heart attack, and and he coded three times. But he's doing all right as of today. Just got the news a few seconds ago before the show. His wife said that he was following commands, moving his hands, his arms, legs, and all that. So everything is good. Got us good. He's at a university 
in Georgia. I forget what university where the hospital is at. Okay. Yeah. He's doing good now. I will definitely keep him in prayer this week. I appreciate it. Uh, The first thing I want to talk about that they've been talking about is this doggone balloon (laughs) that was in the air. Fighter jets from a Massachusetts Air National Guard base were part of the United States efforts to shoot down a suspect spy balloon from China off the South Carolina coast, according to the U.S. Department of Defense. The DOD said F-15 Eagles flying from Baines Air National Guard Base in Westfield supported the F-22 Raptor fighter from the first fighter wing at Langley Air Force Base, Virginia, that fired one AIM-9X Sidewinder missile at the balloon at about 2.40 p.m. yesterday on Saturday. The missile punctured the balloon while it was about six nautical miles off the coast of Myrtle Beach. Uh, your your take on this craziness that China was doing, and do you think it was a weather balloon like they said it was, like they claim it to be? Starting with D. Lovely. I've got a couple of things that go along with that as, as we speak on that. It's such a situation. First of all, I'm I'm really surprised that the Republicans were so upset because um, people didn't go out their houses. Like I think it was Marjorie Taylor Greene that suggested they go outside with their their squirrel rifle guns and shoot the thing down. And not to mention that it's sixty thousand feet in the air, and bullets can't travel that far. But that's not even the point. They wanted to know why Biden wasn't doing anything about shooting it down while it was over. Um, areas that were populated, and what I what I've understood by reading about it was that they did able and scramble the information that was going through the balloon, but they waited for it to be over water because when they shot it down, it had seven miles of debris that it mm-hmm. left when down. So clearly, you wouldn't want that over somebody's town or over somebody's home because then you got a different problem. So they did the right thing by waiting. But here's the here's the little twist. This apparently during the, the Trump administration happened several times, and not once did we hear about it. Mm-hmm. Nor did he ever say we're going to shoot it down because we know why that was okay. We know why. E. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, no, I don't think it was a weather balloon. And um, I'm just trying to figure out why it took so long to react. But no, I don't think it was a weather balloon at all. And I, and it, you don't want to shoot it over heavily populated areas because you don't know what was in it, whether it was a weather balloon or not. And so if you err on the side of caution and it was something, and and all this debris fell on these, you know, unsuspecting civilians. Then what? So, you know, I don't I don't believe China for one minute. Um, the U.S. Defense Department said Friday another Chinese surveillance balloon is sailing over Latin America. Uh, 
Yes, they're trying they're to trying invade too, huh? everything over here. <laughs> no, they're yeah, I guess the they're trying to invade the West. I don't understand. Anybody got thoughts on that one? Uh, your thoughts on that? The Latin or, you know, the, uh, another balloon flying over Latin America? And like I said, I, I don't, unless they check in the weather on the west, I mean, to the west, like, nah. Like, stop playing in our face. <laughs> she killed me with that. Be lovely. Yeah, it, unless they plan to, <laughs> unless they plan to become the weather reporters from around the world, I don't know what the point yeah. is. Yeah. So, clearly, the world's meteorologist. Exactly. There's no weather involved. It's whether we're going to catch them or not is what the weather is. Um, and who, who all's interested in what they're doing? That's that's what it comes down to. So we, we get it. We know what's happening. Uh, and also, we, we do things like that over there, too. Well, I think everybody uh, does. It's r- not spying on anybody. The question is, if you're going to spy... How are you not doing it in a in a in a less conspicuous way? A big balloon it's over like, somebody's country like, is clearly going to be seen. You got to be better. You, you need to go be better. You got to go back to spy school. Go back to spy school. Spy school. The next one I got is what you said. Do you love was a double knot spy. They might want to go to his school. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that should have been in that that should that should have been in how to spy one on one in the first year uh, first semester of spy school. <laughs> uh not a Jeffro Bodine reference on the show for the first day. Uh that part. Start this is for E really cuz she Lord. She lives in Virginia. And you know I what I'm going to say, right? <laughs> a 22-year-old assistant coach impersonating a 13-year-old in a girls' JV basketball game in Virginia. Being an assistant coach on a high school junior varsity team is usually a pretty low stakes position. Your job is to help teach fundamentals of the game, and you hope that maybe a few of your kids can take to the sport and jump through the ranks to the varsity squad. Old girl was playing like she was Dr. Jeze. Uh, like she was Alicia in the Borkins. <laughs> <laughs> well, she really wasn't that good. But Alicia Borkins, a 22-year-old former assistant coach on a Churchill JV girls basketball team in Portsmouth impersonated a 13-year-old that played for the truckers. Uh, e, your thoughts on this craziness? This was crazy. First of all, is it that serious? Is it that serious? Second of all, <laughs> other than fundamentals of basketball, you should be teaching those girls like sportsmanship, integrity, all of that. And at what point did she, first of all, the referees, Cause she didn't look thirteen. 
like my son has been was playing football his whole life, especially from seven to seventeen, where we would have to bring his birth certificate and he would strip down because they really didn't believe he was seven to eight years old because he was just ginormous. So what part of the game did somebody stop saying, hey, that's a pretty old-looking 13-year-old because she don't look 13 in the face? I, I only seen the basketball court and the playing. She wasn't. She still I don't mean, look 13. She though. wasn't. I couldn't tell because it was a top view and I'm just looking at the game. I could tell she could play pretty good, better than those little kids, and then blocking people at the rim. <laughs> Seen that too. Uh, D. Lovely. Uh, I'm telling you, that woman saw her chance and an opportunity to show out. She was like, I know I can beat these kids. So she came to play. But the scary part is she came to play. What the hell? Who who does that? That part. Thank you, sis. Thank you. The grown-up in her, even though – I know she's in her mind. She's got that picture of Malcolm X standing by the window looking out, and it says, by any means necessary. I know she got one. I know she does. But that's not what he meant. (laughs) That's not what he meant at all. He did not mean you playing games. We out here in the real world trying to solve real problems, and you'd rather go and and, and beat little children at at their game than be the coach then be the bigger the, the one who said we're going to have to forfeit because we don't have enough players or our they, star players. Oh, my God. Whatever. It's ridiculous. They then they had to give up the, the <laughs> parents made the decision to remove the team from the, the playoffs because of her. So what did you really right. teach children? You taught them that grown-ups are deceptive, they cheat, they'll steal, and they'll take things from you that you deserve. You made it to that point without her. But now she's made it so that now it's been taken away from you completely. Congratulations. What did you really do? I guess they learned a lesson in not to cheat. I mean, quite obvious. The rest of the season is lost. Yeah, they learned. I've seen that. And then, let me me say the fact. She was black. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, she was that made it worse. The unmitigated gall of it all. Because Becky oh. ain't doing no crazy stuff like that. Mm-mm. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Okay. Um, the short video. This short video showed the 36-year-old black man, Anthony Lowe, Jr., missing the bottom half of both legs, holding a knife, I am but leaving I'm his sorry. wheelchair and shuffling away, shuffling, not running, away from the it's officers. Actually, he wasn't, Jeffrey he can't Fagan, with no legs. A, he can't. A, Columbia, a Columbian University law professor who's an expert on policing, told Yahoo in an email that the details of the case call into question whether the use of legal force was warranted. Uh, they both shot him fatally. Uh, and that that really, I just was like, really? Like he really was going to cut y'all? Uh, starting right with D. Lovely. Listen, I, I, I couldn't even watch the video. When I saw him running away and then pull their guns, I stopped. 
because I'm I'm sick and tired of them saying that black people are scary and when we're trying to just get away from them. But I promise you, had that been a black person and black cop, they'd all be in jail right now. It wouldn't have been. They only back the blue when the when the blue ain't dark blue. When it's light blue, they back them. When it's dark blue, you on your own. Good luck with that. E. Listen, I'm sorry. Listen, for one, you have to have legs to shuffle and or run. Let's start there. So he wasn't shuffling anywhere. He was scooching, not scooting, scooching. Okay? And whatever he had, whatever he had in his hands, but it posed no threat because he needed his hands to scooch. Number three, you can't tase. He was already halfway to the ground. You could have tased him to the rest of the ground. So you're telling me two police officers with four legs felt threatened by a person with no legs scooching forward away from them. They felt threatened for their life that they had to use deadly force. Uh, if you if you that scared you do not I, I, this is not the you do not need to be a police officer you do not change professions expeditiously because that is preposterous on multiple levels multiple and for them to try to sell that sandwich and for the powers to be to try to buy it mm Scoochin and Jeffro Bodine. Y'all have messed me up today. <laughs> I have. I'm going to have to look at that verb, scoochin. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new one on me. Um, the last thing that I have, because, like I said, I was upset and I didn't do no research, you know, worried about my friend all weekend. Okay. Uh, the U.S. Capitol Police are ramping up security. Mm-hmm. For President Joe Biden's mm-hmm. State of the Union address to Congress on uh, Tuesday, including adding a non-scalable fence around the Capitol grounds, according to two sources familiar with the plans. Intelligent officials in the police department warned in an email circulated to the force on Friday that the threat level remains elevated ahead of Uncle Joe's annual Address set for Tuesday night. Uh, starting with E, do we do we actually need all these precautions? Do you think it's going to be another January sixth because the president and everybody's in there at the Capitol on Tuesday night? I don't, and I I don't I I don't. Period. Space space. I also think that you have enough military resources at your disposal that you don't have to do all that. You can activate the reserve. You can activate the guard. You can post them all the way up, all the way around, all four perimeters. If you're that scared, I mean, if you're scared, say you're scared, but erecting all of that, it just takes away the allure, if you will, of the ground. And clearly, 
we had armed guards or whatever at the Capitol, and they still got in. So if a person wants to get in, they getting in. Be lovely. That's it. I, I, I don't disagree at all. Um, however, it's in the same in the same sense of that. I almost don't want them to do that. I want them to allow them to come right. forward. I promise Again. you, it'll be different this time. You ain't got no allies. <laughs> there is nobody keeping you safe who's going to help you get into the Capitol, who's going to give you locations, who's going to hide um, weapons in certain places, who's going to escort your grandmama up the steps and down. There's nobody there to do that. So I, I wish they wouldn't rep, um, put up any kind of fencing. I wish they would hold it so that when they decide to show up, that we, sh- we give them what they asked them for. And let them F around and find all the way out. All the way out. All the way And F around means fool around. F around means fool around. Right, Mm-mm. sure. <laughs> I just thought I'd say that. It's it's Sunday. I, <laughs> I, said, I, I said F. Be glad. <laughs> yeah, I said F. <laughs> F stands for fool around. Fool around. Mm-mm. It doesn't, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what vein you were saying it in, but I, I tried to clean the vein out. <laughs> I meant that it was my clogged. whole heart. Whole heart. <laughs> Uh, anything I else want you want to add? Anybody got anything they wanna say? I want because we got uh, about ten F. minutes. It's the capital F. I, I, uh, I really want to Jeffro Bodine how, though. Yeah. <laughs> how are we feeling like um the 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 man that calls himself the governor of my state who is requ- requiring that athletes provide their their menstrual cycle date to him. Isn't I mean, that absurd? So that they yeah. can that keep is up. Absurd. I am so sick to my stomach by this and cannot understand why somebody hadn't run up on that joker yet. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not saying do it. I'm just surprised no one has. Because he's the person that you want to say, catch me out. I want to catch him outside for real. For real. I, I really want somebody to do their job. I'm really disappointed in this whole, he's supposed to be a whole human being, but I'm I'm starting to a feel whole, like that. A whole human. Not a half one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, when I heard it, I I really didn't believe it at first. I was kind of halfway asleep when I heard it because I had the TV on. Then when I heard it in full, I just shook my head and said, yeah, I never did like that dude anyway, so I can't put nothing past him. Yeah, a bunch of foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm waiting for you ladies, I'm hoping somebody sues him. What you say, D. Lovin? I said I'm hoping for lawsuits because I'm, I'm sure somebody is going to sue because that's an invasion of privacy that is not that is not even okay. There's no part of that that's okay. And the only no. way I think that you should be able to have that is if they're allowed to bring their their used products and put them in a bag and send them to the governor. 
with a date on it. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to say to that, but send them. I despise, I despise that man. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, next week, ladies, we're not going to have the show because of Super Bowl next week. I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, perfectly fine. Yeah, my <laughs> my wife's team is in the Super Bowl, so yeah, <laughs> she plan on partying. I hope she don't get oh, disappointed I, and they lose. I feel like I need to be in Texas for this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be some, be a whole lot of stuff going on that that weekend. As a matter of fact, yeah. uh, D Lovely, your room is getting a cosmetic makeover in there. Does Darlene move those shelves out the way? I don't know. I don't know what she plan on doing. I I won't know till it's over. Okay. And I, put I, my records I, in smaller smaller containers or whatever. Okay. I don't know. No, you don't. All All I know is my daddy's records better be in there. That's all I know. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, Sanford and Son. Old Sanford and Son. My daddy's <laughs> records, blind Melly Jelly records, but better be up in there. Uh. All right, y'all. Y'all have a safe week. Uh, pray for me so I can get some rest because my mind been all over the place with my boy being down this week. I know. It just, it just took you. me out. Because he's like a brother than me. Sending prayers and, and hoping everybody is better very soon. Yes. I appreciate it. Y'all take care. and Thank you for calling in. Uh, I'll talk to you in another week. Not next week, but the week after. Yeah. That would be okay. good. I love it. Bye-bye. Peace and love. Bye-bye. <laughs> 